Welcome back to Talking Texas Forever, a Friday Night Lights podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Liz. And the episode we're discussing today is Season 1, Episode 4, Who's Your Daddy? Original air date, October 24th, 2006, written by Carrie Aaron and directed by Allison Liddy Brown. <laughs> Allison Liddy Brown, I'll have to look it up. Yeah. I know. And I was like, ooh, lady director. Yes. 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 2006, lady director. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, summary, news tightens around Coach Taylor during bye week facing the Panthers' biggest rival. Coach Taylor must find a way to bring the team together while his family falls apart. Mm-hmm. Brian Williams and Tim Riggins unite to plot their revenge against the Tigers for the destruction of their field house. This is all according to Friday Night Lights Wiki. Uh. Yeah. All right. So that's I mean, a pretty I, good summary. I guess so. I mean, I wouldn't say that the Taylors are falling apart. No, I wouldn't say they're falling apart at all. But yeah, I think that's a little dramatic. Very, very dramatic. Yeah. Did you like this episode? I did. I. It was sweet. It was um, more high school, I guess, with like the crush scenario. That was so adorable which i can't wait to get into that uh yeah i did like it i there's some parts i have my gripes about which we'll discuss but it was good do you remember last week how i said i really liked this week's episode and it clicked as to why yeah and the reason for that is there was barely any football in it (laughs) oh is that what you were yeah but you were yeah i mean definitely it was the least amount of football we've had so far so yay for bye weeks. Yeah, right. I mean, we ha- we can't just have every single episode football, can we? No. I mean, we can And then have- I'm thinking like projecting into the future. I'm like, is every season just football season or is it like just the school year? Like I don't know what's going to happen with that. So intrigued to see what will become. Yeah. All right. So the episode opens up. We're at a football house party. And the whole team is there. Julie even makes an appearance. Oh, hey, I know. Matt tries to talk to her. And as he makes his way over, someone puked on her shoes, making her leave. Which is super comical because throughout this whole episode, which we'll talk about, Matt is consistently trying to talk to Julie. And Julie's like, oh, hey, got to go. Oh, hey, nice to see you. Oh, wait, now's not a good time. Yeah. Almost in the beginning, I felt like maybe she wasn't interested Mm-hmm. But then as the episode progresses and obviously the scene at the dance recital, I'm like, oh, okay, she does. She does like him a little well, bit would, at least. Would you be interested when someone just puked on your shoes? I guess not. Yeah. But if I had a crush on this person, I'd be like, oh, someone puked. Okay, let's go to the other room and talk. <laughs> or like, <laughs> hey, know. can you help me with my shoes? Yeah. Like, ew, that's gross. Come help me clean my shoes off. Yeah. Uh, Lila and Tim are also at the party. They're giving each other looks. And one of Lila's classmates, friends, I'm not sure who she is. She says, Tim has been looking at us all night and he (sighs) totally dumped Tyra. I, this was the hard, the hard part of the episode for me. This was that. Yeah. Well, not this part, but the Tim Lila stuff, which I'm sure obviously we'll get into more. Of course. But right off the bat, they're staring at each other from across the room. I feel like Lila's making it like more of a production. Like he's doing it almost in a way. I was like, why is this like supposed to be comical? Like staring at her for like very intensely. 
and like Lila's almost like, oh my god, he's staring. Why is he staring at me? Like obviously internally. Anyway, it, we'll get to it. It right off the bat, I was like, oh okay, so things are going to be awkward between the two. Obviously, we can't just let it go. What happened last week? Right. So I was, I was, I was waiting to see what they were going to do. What was going to be the aftermath of this kiss? Well, before we get to that, we're going to yes. sum up all the others, but. At this party, Voodoo ends up showing up, and he instantly yeah. changes Smash's music, and everybody notices, and it just pisses Smash off. It, Which, like, yeah. what a bold move to come to the party and just switch the music right away. I mean, zero shits are given. Yeah, it was super rude. Yeah. Um, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Panthers are set to take on the Arnett Mead Tigers last week, since this week... I mean, next week, excuse me, because this week is a bye week. So this team, compared to last week's team, is a big rival for them. And by tradition, uh, the Tigers vandalize the Panthers' field house. So this seems to be good old rivalry happening. And as tradition, as coach and the team seem to throw around that word regarding the Tigers and the Panthers. So coach coach has a meeting with the team in the midst of the destruction in the Panther field house and tells them that this ends here. We are not retaliating. We'll just kick their ass on the field. Yeah. And my prediction was, well, they're going to definitely retaliate some sort of way. Well, of course. (laughs) I mean, I think that's quite obvious. You rile up a team enough. Like, yeah, no, you're not going to mess on our turf. We're definitely going to uh, come back with something. Yeah. Yeah. So Matt, continues to deal with his whole plate which i think at this point is just if this was a drinking game every time someone says you got a lot on your plate you would just take a drink because it just keeps getting tossed around how much is on matt's plate poor kid i know so at home his grandma we see she's forgetting to take her pills and she keeps putting up a fight when it comes to taking them. She ends up wandering out one night into a neighbor's house and the police end up bringing her home and she's so upset and Matt is so upset and she's ultimately just so embarrassed by this. Yeah. And they don't really tell you to begin with like what grandma's ailments are. It's kind of like, oh, well, grandma's she's sick and sometimes she has good days and bad days. So like, I almost assumed maybe it was dementia, but then we do get confirmation that, you know, she does indeed have dementia, which is horrific. Yeah. It's very tough to deal with someone in that situation, especially him who's so young and he is the one who's managing it. Plus he's trying to go to school and get to football and he's supposed to be QB one. So right. Yeah. Uh, Matt ends up getting to speak to his dad, which we meet Henry via Skype. And he's yeah. really excited to tell him about how he got to play and how he, even though they lost, he did really well. And he's not sure if he'll get to start next week because of voodoo. And Matt's dad just responds with like, well, I guess it would just take the pressure off if you didn't have to start, which totally gets into Matt's head. Because his own dad doesn't even believe in him. So on the field, Matt isn't doing great because Voodoo is now here, even though he's so disrespectful, shows up to practice late, gives coach an attitude. But Voodoo can play really well, which everyone notices, including Buddy, who happens to be at every practice. 
Ah, buddy, go away. You're not welcome here. And he's like, yeah, voodoo, all right. It's like, of course you came at this point. Got my voodoo working. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, I can't stand that guy. Voodoo and Buddy (laughs) talk with DJ Slam and Sammy about the Panthers and next week's game. Buddy can't verify that he's starting, but he sure is pushing for it, which is super awkward and just is like, it's just putting down coach and putting down the team in terms of, oh, yeah, no, I'm going to say what's going to happen, but I really shouldn't comment on this, you know. Mm-hmm. And everyone who seems to talk to coach is pushing for it, which is just starting to get in Matt's head more because Matt's now hearing, oh, maybe right. I actually don't have a chance because Voodoo's here and there's no way he's going to start me, you know. And he also said, oh, my dad also thinks that they're going to start right. Voodoo. Over me. Yeah, it's sad. So, (laughs) like we said, Matt is distracted on the field. Coach ends up having a talk with him and tells him, you need to do better. You need to loosen up. He asks if he has a girlfriend. (laughs) He doesn't. Then he says, I need you to take the girl you like out. Get her in the backseat of your car. Whatever you got to do, got to do. But you got to come tomorrow (laughs) loose and focused. Yeah, like stress-free. Loosen up. Huh. I don't know about this advice. Yeah, I don't know about this either. Like, I get it. You need to de-stress, but get the girl in the backseat of your car. Right? Like, okay. Uh, Maybe, like, you can de-stress another way without a girl. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I do know what you're saying. You know? So, coach, I don't know about that advice that much, but okay. Yeah, exactly. We all know who the girl that Matt likes, so... Turns out there's a football party happening in two days at the Taylors that Eric just forgot to mention to Tammy about. And then Tammy learns about the party from Julie, which Julie heard about from one of her classmates. And Tammy tells her that it must be a rumor. Right, right. Right? This was insane to me. Eric, in fact, confirms the party and apologizes and says, it's small. Don't worry about it. It's just the team. It's just the team. It's just the team. Plus... (laughs) right and even though it's in two days time like it's just the team no big deal so eric has also been coming home late and he almost forgets the date of julie's dance recital which is really upsetting because they plan these events and other things like this around the football schedule so there really should never be a conflict right and i thought it was so funny how the dance team is part of the high school. I was like, oh, wow, there's other sports allowed in this town. Right. And I so, know. yeah, they they have to schedule every little thing out because the whole town revolves around football. Yeah. So It's awesome, but crazy. I know. I know. So Julie ends up going to practice to talk to her dad, which Eric, I mean, which Matt is there, and they lock eyes on the field. But... Julie is just trying to get a head count for Tammy for the party. And coach reassures her and says, 50-ish. And Julie says, is it really 50 or is it more like 100-ish? And he's like, 60. 60-ish. 60-ish. (laughs) (laughs) We got a kick out of that part. Randy thought that was quite funny. Yeah. So Tammy and Julie go shopping for the party, buying all the meats and the barbecue fixins, and they end up running to a player's parent in which they say they can't wait for the party and what can they bring? And Tammy's taken aback because she didn't know parents were coming too. Right. 
I mean, I assumed parents were coming, but she really had no idea what was going to be of this barbecue. This poor lady, she couldn't relax for one damn minute. She had to keep cooking. I'm like, hire a caterer at that point. Like, there's so many people in there. I know. So this party ends up being huge. And as more and more people arrive, Tammy tells Julie, you got to run out. Just go buy all the steak. Just go buy all the ribs. Matt tries to talk to Julie again and she runs out the door because she's got to go. So here, right, like if she had a crush on him, she could have grabbed him like, hey, come grab food with me. Right. Yeah. Like she's she's either a shy. Right. B, not really interested, maybe likes the attention that Matt is giving her or C, just clueless. <laughs> yeah. She's any of the above. So Eric ends up coming home. This confused me. He forgets the ice. I guess he had one job. He was supposed to bring one ice. Job. But he remembers caramel apples and cranberry juice. I wrote that down. I'm like, what? What? The, the, the most random two items right? you would bring to a barbecue. And <laughs> I mean, I like both. Don't get me wrong. But weird to choose for a barbecue. Now, was he here when the party started and then he ran out and forgot the ice and grabbed the cranberry juice and the apples? Or did he show up to the party later and this is what he brings? Who's barbecuing yeah, they, in the they back? Don't really, um, yeah. They don't really go into that. So, yeah, it just he forgot the ice. He forgot the ice. <laughs> Buddy continues to talk about voodoo to all that will listen and him and the boosters try and get Eric to tell them who he's going to start. And even Matt tries to find out who he's going to start. I know. Not the right time. But at least he was taking initiative of like, Coach, do you think it's going to be me? I'm just trying to get a clue here because the whole town is questioning what's going to be. And I think they're all probably certain that he will choose voodoo. Wow. But there is another potential quarterback which is matt so i'm like props to matt for stepping in and saying hey coach do you know if it's me yet because if it was me i probably wouldn't have said anything (laughs) (laughs) you know but all these questions makes eric a ticking time bomb and at this point between buddy and the party and being off with tammy it's not a good situation and tammy is pissed because of how big this whole party has turned out and she's cleaning up after everyone Cue to the scene of the two of them underneath the table. The best scene of the episode. The best scene. Best scene. We really see how these two work in their relationship. She's cleaning up, what is it, like beer, I think she said? Yeah. And she's like, down here, I'm pissed off. I'll pretend when I come up and I'll give you the smile that you need. But right now I'm down here and I'm pissed off. And he's like, I need you to come up here and be entertained and, you know, be the the host with me. And she's like, I'm I'm saying a little spot right now. Right. Like she was the host. I know. It's like, give her some credit. Just give her a few minutes to like, you know, get some beer. And like, you know, wipe up some beer and compose herself because she's been dealing right. with this bullshit. Anyway, in the middle of the party, a brick goes through Eric's Yikes. window with a note tied around it saying, Die Panther Pigs, which we know who did this. It's clearly the Tigers. Yeah. Right. So, like we said, obviously the team isn't going to stand for this. So, Smash Riggins and some of the other teammates got the address. Well, actually, Smash got the address 
to the Tigers QB house, but he grabs some of the teammates. And while they're on their way, they convince Matt to join them. Yeah. Funny that Reagans was sitting in the front seat with him, like all buddy, buddy. I'm like, well, when you're on the same team and you have a mission, you have a team, you know, morale. But when you're on the field and you don't like each other, it's it's another thing. Right. So they get to the QB's house and they start smashing his car and the QB comes out and Matt does not stop. Like Matt he is seeing red, right? He's seeing red and he's just taking out all of his anger and frustration. And eventually he gets in the car, but the QB sees his face. Yeah. Cause he was not stopping. Right. They were yelling at him. Hurry, hurry, get in the car. He could not stop. Yeah. He was, he needs a, an actual punching bag. Ryan Atwood style at yes, home he because does. he needs to get that aggression out. He's right. super stressed. He's got a lot on his plate. There we he go. needs therapy. He needs some boxing and a good jerk. He's got a lot on his plate and he needs a good jerk. That's what Matt He needs Sarris- a good jerk. <laughs> That's what's going on with Matt Sarrison. All right. So the next day after this all takes place, Coach is pissed, obviously. And he wants names of who was a part of this, but no one speaks up. So right. And he just makes them keep doing drills until someone speaks up, but no one speaks up. No, but they don't. So good for them that they have each other's backs. That's right. That's right. So then Eric goes to visit Tammy in her office, and he kind of apologizes. Like, I'm sorry you're mad at me, which is not the worst apology. It's not a great apology. And I'm so glad that Tammy calls him out on this because she's like, listen. I know your job is stressful because that's all Eric keeps saying. Like, you don't know how stressful my job is. And it's so stressful. Mm -hmm. She's like, do you know what my job is like? I have to talk to these kids about all their problems and deal with their school. And you just have to tell them to, like, do drills on a field. Like, we all got stressful jobs. (laughs) Yeah. And she's like, oh, you're sorry that I'm upset. Right. Like, you're the like, that's like the worst apology anyone could ever say. Like, I'm sorry I made you feel this way. Kind of like belittling that you're feeling this way. You can't suck it. It's not good. Awful. So that night, Matt is at work and some of the tigers show up and they corner Matt because they want names of who was with him as they destroyed, you know, the QP's car. Matt doesn't give up any names, but he ends up in the hospital because he gets the shit. He threw a punch first. He threw that punch first. He was ready. He was like, you know what? Let's, Let's go. Let's do this. Let's do this fight club style. I need to feel some pain. Right. Right. So he ends up calling Eric for a ride because who else is he going to call? Which yeah. I think maybe, well, I guess he needed a parental unit. or Yeah, because he could have called Landry. Out. Right. Exactly. But maybe he, need, he needed some, he's underage. I'm sure he needed someone to get him out. Yeah. So Eric picks up Matt and tells him that, listen, hope you're, Hope you're ready because we're going to Julie's dance recital. How cute. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Matt explains what happened and also tells him that he's not going to give up any names. So hopefully you don't ask me. But Eric tells him that no one may believe in you, but I do. And you're a totally different kid than you were two weeks ago. Yeah. So I'm proud of you. You know, but you, again, have to work for it. Like we keep drilling this in. You want this. You got to work for it. Right. And I still think, I don't know how bad he wants it. <laughs> right. I think he, every week he's discovering if I really want this that bad. Yeah. Right. Like he, he has so much pressure from the town 
from his father, from everyone, from coach. And it's like, well, at the end of the day, do you actually want to be doing this or do you feel the immense amount of pressure and that's why you continue to do it? I guess so, because you would have said, hey, coach, you know what? I'm good. Like, you can take voodoo, let him be the quarterback. But he doesn't say that, at least not as of yet. So I think each week he's starting to discover he he is passionate about football. He just It's taking yeah. him a long time to get there. Right. Plus, we know, I mean, always said, he's got so much to deal with. So it's like, how can you focus and balance every single thing? I mean, dare we say he has a lot on his plate. A lot on his plate. Yeah. So Tammy, she's happy to see that Eric came to the dance recital, but is also surprised to see Matt. Julie ends up performing, and Matt and her share a moment after the recital, and he says that he really enjoyed it, and wow, I can't believe what you did up there, and it reminded me of Jackson Pollock. And while this (sighs) is happening... Tammy and Eric end up making making up, which I'm super happy that they did because yeah, they their apologize. Fight, though, it doesn't. It didn't seem like this fight. It was kind of like you pissed me off. Fuck you a little bit. Yeah, but not like a fight where it was like we don't speak to each other no. or no. They got over it real quick, and it was really cute to see them make out like in the back on the backstage. I know, and I love that they shake hands, friends, because Aunt and I always oh, do that. Oh, love it. I yeah. love that. I always say that to Randy after like a fight. I'm like, right. friends? Friends? Yeah. <laughs> but as Julie and Matt are speaking, Eric sees them talking and tells Tammy, I think I told that kid to get our daughter in the back seat of a car. <laughs> I love it. So before we move on to Jason, Tim, and... Lila and Tyra. Uh, Lila. This recital. This recital. We, like, was this, and I don't want to put down any kind of dance, but was this good? What What was going on, Liz? You were a dancer. I, th- I think my take on it was, this is the high school dance team. The coach is probably maybe, maybe an ex-dancer, something like that. This is just my hot take. Um, and you don't necessarily have to be at a certain level that you would be if you were doing this, obviously, professionally or on the outside training 24-7 or at least five days a week, something like that. I think it's just a hobby that these girls and guys, I mean, I didn't see any guys, but had, and they collectively are in this town in on this team. And obviously we know, like, how could they put so much focus on this dance team when football is the main stage? So that was my interpretation. Like, oh, it looks like a school that has a dance team, but you don't necessarily have to practice on the outside as well. It's kind of like, well, we get together and we we just we did we dance. And uh the costumes were real questionable. Awful. Real fucking questionable. So bad. And uh it was a little sexual. It was a little sexual. I don't, I mean, obviously back in my day, I don't know what the fuck my mom was thinking, like allowing me to wear those things and doing those things at 17 years old. <laughs> um, but this was like a little, I mean, me in my 30s now, I'm like, this is a little sexual for me. Just a little sexual. But uh, she's super cute. I want to pinch her cheeks. I love that girl, Julie. She's so cute. And, uh, but terrible, but terrible overall. What style <laughs> of dance would that They said it be? was jazz. They did? I See, but I didn't I, even pick up on that. I knew you would, though. That I, I'm pretty sure they said it was jazz. If I had to interpret it as something, it, I would call it jazz. But 
there was uh, very little of that in there. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good talk. I really sorry. <laughs> I was gonna text you, and that was my like, most gracious way. Be like, please uh, take some. Uh, notes. I can't wait to hear insight on this recital. And I said that to Aunt too. I said, "Oh, Liz will have lots to say about this." So, <laughs> and I remember, I forgot that Julie was a dancer. We have talked about this before. Yeah, in four episodes, we have mentioned. I'm like, "Oh yeah, Julie's a dancer." And I'm like, "Oh, we're gonna get Julie as a dancer." Here I am thinking like she's gonna be classically trained as a ballerina. Hell no. This is this is the town that cares about football. Why would they have classically trained ballerinas? <laughs> So I just right. pictured her as that, like very studious and serious and ballerina-ish. Like I'm going to focus on my technique. Like that's just how I th- I see her, but obviously not the case. She's a wild child. Yeah, I think that's a different <laughs> show. So. It's a different show. That's a, I made it up in my head. Yeah. Okay. So Jason is in rehab. He's getting settled, struggling a bit with working on exercises and eating. He's just overall upset. I mean, obviously, right? Yeah, he doesn't want to try because he's like not ready for that yet. He's like, I'm right. just, I want to feel bad for myself. I want to feel sorry for myself. Just let me have those moments, which I'm sure we've all been there. I mean, I can't imagine what it's like to be paralyzed and not be able to do the things that you once did. Yeah. So like, he's just feeling bad for himself. And I get that. Absolutely. We're introduced to his roommate, Herc, who is quite a ball buster and riles Jason up quite a few times. But one time gets Jason so agitated, he moves his hands and Herc tells him, I knew you had fight in you. Yeah, I knew this character was here for that purpose. Herc! Like, like, he's like, don't feel sorry for yourself, bro. Let's get you training. You need to work on your physical therapy and you need to eat, you need to get strong. And well, he also he saw his whole arm went flew across the table. Oh yeah. And Herc also, also says like, you know, me and you are more alike than you think. Like kind of mm-hmm. the, the bitter like the, truth, you yeah. know? Yeah. 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 Giving it to him straight. Tyra comes to visit and apologizes. This was so random. For Tim not visiting and how he just can't do it because he's scared. And Jason's like, what is he scared about? He's got nothing to, you know, to be scared about. He's got everything. And Jason tells her, you know, you tell Tim to come whenever he wants. But ultimately thanks her for coming. And she kisses him on the cheek and says, you know, this shouldn't have happened to you. Things like this should not happen to yeah. good people like you. I I love this scene. I like Tyra. I'm a Tyra fan. So yeah, I thought I just thought it was super random, but also um, we're, we're showing a little bit of growth with this character of Tyra, who I barely know as I know. of yet. I know. Yeah. So and she's like, I know I don't know you like very well. Like I know we're not close, but like please know that I'm sorry for you. Yeah. And Tim is too, but he just doesn't know how to express it. And the fact that he they're not even together at this point and she's like I still have to like be his mom <laughs> is yeah. is probably hard on her. Yeah. Good point of that. Like still having to make excuses for him. Right. And she's not tied to him anymore. And I don't right. even know if Jason knows that yet. Well, like, you know, but I get maybe, I don't know, maybe it's common knowledge that the whole town knew that Tyra and Tim broke up. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Lila continues 
while tries to continue to be the supportive girlfriend, she absolutely, and I'm putting in air quotes, regrets what happened last week with Tim. She has a meeting with him in the beginning of the episode saying, listen, there are feelings there, but they're for Jason, not you. And Tim is like, you know, he's quiet about it. And he says there are feelings, but he doesn't continue. It's so... This was so weird to me. The first this was weird. The I meeting? don't feel yeah, that was weird. I don't feel like that whole chemistry desire with these two. Well, later on in the episode, he ends up I know things happen. Sneaking up into her bedroom. <laughs> I'm like, how'd you get up there? Did you climb? Because She comes into her bedroom. Tim is standing there and she's like, my dad is right downstairs. What are you doing here? And he goes, I can't stop thinking about you. And they end up making out. I didn't get that. I didn't get that. I I know that's what he said, but his body language is not telling me that. I'm just like, I don't know. I just don't feel the chemistry yet. And so when he was in her room, I was like, oh, here we go. Mm -hmm. I know they're going to kiss again. Because of the buildup in this episode, I was hoping we could have just like forgot about it for a little bit. But no, we we pick Liz, up right we're where not we left off. Forget about no, it. No, I mean like emotionally, like they. I wasn't expecting them to kiss yet again in this episode. I thought they were gonna at least like drag it out. Maybe she doesn't want to give in, and then finally she does. But no, she gave in real quick. This episode. she sure did. Well, you know he's but like. like I don't know. I mean, he says, you know, he whispers like, Lila, I just, I can't, I can't, I can't stop thinking about you. And, you know, you just fall into Tim Riggins' arms, I guess. That's what happens. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. It. I was like, really? I mean, it was a great kiss, as we know. Mm-hmm. And I did watch it back again in the, in the previously on. And I still, I still think... Tim kind of initiated the kiss. But and then it makes sense now because he's still initiating this relationship, air quotes. He is. He definitely is. So maybe he feels more for Lila than he originally let on. And now she's kind of like, oh, things are hard in my relationship. And I never really looked at you like that before. You were always like, maybe Jason's like deadbeat friend, and now I see you a little bit differently. Right. So we'll see. I Hey, I look forward to some growth. Let's get some character development. I want to see. I want to feel for these people. I want to feel their passion if that is what they are intending. I just was like, oh, come on. <laughs> just where's my long friendship hug? I know. Am I alone? You guys let me know, you newbies, because there's a lot of you out there. How do you feel about the Tim and Lila stuff. Well, I'm sure Just lots curious. of people have to say, have to, you know, have words about that. But lots of things. Yeah. Let's take a short break. We'll come back with Newbie Corner and all of our questions from our listeners. Welcome back from break. We're going to go into a newbie corner. Go into a newbie corner. Does that sound weird? Like, I'm going to back you into that corner with the newbies. Into a corner. Yeah. (laughs) Keely says, Tim and Smash will become friends. Maybe not best friends, 
but they won't keep hating each other forever. I think they will go through something dramatic together that forces them to bond. Agreed, Keely. She also says something is going to happen to either Matt's grandma or dad. I think one of them might pass away. I also very much agree with that. Maybe there is, uh, this is just like a way down the line predict, but maybe she does have to be maybe put in a home or something like that. And his dad has to come home, at least temporarily, to situate things. Uh, Maybe she does pass away. I mean, I have a feeling as soon as you have like an old person in the beginning of a show, you're like, oh, well, shit. Yeah. (laughs) They're not going to be there the whole whole length of the show. I don't wish that upon her, obviously. But my prediction is that she will not be with us at the end of season five. But I'm interested to see if we'll we'll do something more with the dad. Maybe the dad will come back into town. Jacqueline says, I hate the way these grown-ass adults talk about children playing a game. High school football is huge where I'm from, but this is still over the top. I would be so mad Mm. if someone was discussing my child's performance in a sport the way these adults do. Oh, yeah. It's super disrespectful. Like, let these kids be kids. And I know that they have a lot riding on this team. I mean, they are the champions or were at one point most years they are the champions it's like just so heavy it's so much pressure oh my goodness so much pressure yeah lisa why did tyra go to see tim it made zero sense and i just have a bad feeling for her if Mm. she starts going to see him to get back at tim i will be pissed oh Kind of like, I'm going to develop a friendship relationship with this person to get back at Tim. I don't think that's her. I don't get that vibe from her. I don't think she's malicious. I don't think she's vindictive. I think she's just maybe a little lost and troubled like Tim is. And she just needs that comfort and support. And maybe Jason will eventually become that for her. I don't mean romantically. I just mean like, let's just be there for each other because we need some sort of connection or friendship yeah i don't think it's for i don't think it's for like ulterior motives no i don't think so and currently remember that either (laughs) she continues with the question did your school have rivalries like these yeah william floyd was huge our huge biggest rival oh is that so i guess that's right yeah i guess that's right yeah (laughs) yeah our town our high school was maybe, I don't know, 15 or 20 minutes away from this other high school. And yeah, we had, remember they brought, that one guy brought a gun to the one game? You no. remember that? Maybe that was like my senior year or something. Yeah, I think I was out Um Yeah, they school. were, they hated each other. I don't know if they still do, I guess, assuming that they do. But I guess, you know, the, the teams are in the same, they were in the same, um, oh my God, what's that called? Division. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they were very close by, so I guess that just by nature were enemies and rivals. Makes sense. Will says, yeah. Tammy owning Coach Taylor this episode and them putting on a big smile is the best. Watch out. She's a little <laughs> pissed off this afternoon. Gotta go to my dance recital or Tammy is gonna have me neutered. Chef's kiss. Yes, chef's kiss. That was the best line of the episode. Yeah. What will Coach Taylor do now that he knows Julie is who Matt likes? Oh, I don't know. 
I think he knows that Saracen is a good kid at deep down. So like he wouldn't be all that upset with potentially Julie having a crush on him, but maybe because of performance wise, like let's not get him distracted. Maybe he will have a problem with it. Also the added bonus of that is my daughter. So it can go either way with that. Yeah. Tish, Mm. Mm. she is shipping them hard and thinks they will. I'm shipping them hard too. They're adorable. I want them to be end game, but I think they're both too sweet. They're too sweet. Maybe. And last week we discussed ship names for them. So I reached out to the peoples and uh, Sailor. Sailor. Sailor was uh, Mooley. That's that's what one? We had uh, (laughs) one for Mooley, which I feel like how, I mean, that was like a joke. There's no way we could do (laughs) Mooley. We said that and I'm like, no way. That can't be it. But consensus is Sailor. Sailor. Okay. It's cute. I'm fine with it. Yeah. Uh, Tish says, growing up, did you ladies attend house parties? Where I'm from, we attended more bush parties than anything. Um, I can't say I've ever been to a bush party. <laughs> if I was, I didn't know it was called that. Exactly. If I if I did, didn't know it was called the bush party. House parties, we definitely had a lot of house parties. I didn't, and we've talked about this on some Total Betty podcast. I don't know which, but some I have attended. I attended parties when I was in college, not in high school. My crowd yeah, did not do are, house parties. We didn't do many house parties in high school. Maybe like the most senior year, and that was only because it was like prom and graduation and that kind of stuff. But no, I mean, we really started getting to the house parties like. As soon as we graduated. <laughs> well, I feel like when you and Sam were in high school, I'm two years older. So I was throwing the yeah. college parties and you and Sam were right. coming and so you guys were in high school. We dabbled. We dabbled. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Vic asks, have you ever had someone invite a bunch of people to your place without a heads up? Or did it happen <laughs> to someone you know it's the worst? I mean, no on my end. But I mean, I've been to a... Uh, a million Ruby Paloozas in my day, so I'm sure that for sure happened. <laughs> oh, for sure. I mean, it's always yeah. fun. Looking back, I'm like, I don't know how I threw the parties I did in my mom's condo. We lived in a condo. I know. And so close quarters to neighbors, and the fact that like nothing truly got damaged or broken or stained like, we got away with murder. We really did. I mean, I would prep the house where I would take down all the paintings. I put sheets up. And put then, sheets over. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and there was underage drinking. Like, I, I just can't believe we did. I did I this. know. Same. I would move furniture. Yeah. It was nuts. Good times, though. Yeah. But yes. Drink uh, responsibly. Drink responsibly. <laughs> yes, always. But yeah, there was always people, like randos that did show up, but not so much people I didn't know, just maybe people who were more acquaintances. And I was okay with that. Right. It wasn't like the mean girl scene where like literally the entire high school just starts piling into her house. No, no, no. It wasn't like that. It was just like, oh, I invited my cousin and my friend. You're like, okay, well, at least I semi know this yeah. person and know this person. But Yeah. They were, it was, those were good times. It was good times. Good times. Megan asked, do you think Lila gets with Tim out of confusion and mixed emotions about Jason's situation? Or do you think she has underlying feelings for him? Are we shipping <sighs> Lila and Tim? 
Tish also wanted to know this. I'm not shipping them as of yet. It's hard for me to make the prediction of, do I think she has so much going on that she wants to feel something for Tim because of the Jason situation, or does she actually like him? I don't know. I wish I knew where we started with these kids, and I wish this scenario happened mid-season to end of season, because it's hard for me to know where they they came from, the background of this friendship, this trio, I don't know. So it's hard for me to make a prediction when I don't actually know their history or a little bit of their, just a little bit I need. Just give me a little shred of background so I can make a prediction as to where I think it's going. But, and I, like I said, I wish we, we could have done this and I would have been probably better. It would have been better for me if we did it a little bit later so I could have seen some development before this. Yeah. Like if, if we want to ship Tim and Lila, I would have needed to see something prior that something sparked. I, I don't know. I want to say for what I don't want to happen, which I'm sure it is, is that Lila actually does have feelings for Tim. <laughs> uh, and that's what I'm assuming is going to happen. But I don't like it necessarily at the moment. Okay. Kim says, although I love the actor that plays Voodoo, I'm annoyed that they brought in a new quarterback to play for the Panthers. I just feel like it's cheating. What are your thoughts? I mean, I I guess it's cheating in a way because he's not originally from their team, from their state, from anywhere that (laughs) they've even probably played. But yeah, and if he was a... He he's definitely he's cocky because he knows that they need him right now. Right. So yeah, I feel like they're gonna do him dirty. I don't know what's gonna happen with that. I can make some predictions if other people have some questions about that. But yeah, I I is it cheating? I guess. Like all the other teams would be like, well, you didn't actually like train this person. He just now plays for your team. Well, I think that's what the the thought was with the recruiting, like yeah, violations. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like you were just recruited him, but you didn't actually like breed this person to be on your team. Right. Jess wants to know, will any more retaliation come from ruining the car? What about mm. in the next game? Hmm. I don't n- I don't know, because we had a little bit of a scare with the Matt getting beat up situation. I don't know if we're going to do something even bigger, like potentially, excuse me, potentially like a knife or gun kind of situation. How else would they retaliate? You know, like, what are they going to do? What what are they going to damage this time, the other team? Like, show, how, show that you're going to kill them on the field. Like, I, obviously, as a mature person, I would hope that that would happen. But we know this is high school and they're rival, rivals, and that's just not realistic. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen with that team. I think maybe they'll. Ooh, I don't know. They're going to lose again to, against them. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. <laughs> Jillian asks which. Jillian asks which Saracen moment broke your heart the most so far. The man of the house, missing grandma, 
Eyes wide open, getting beat up and having no guardian to call. Absent father, not believing in him. The options Mm. are endless. They are endless. And I guess, I mean, when I saw Matt panic struck trying to find his grandma, I'm like, been there. I don't, it's like, oh, oh, the most gut-wrenching feeling of sheer panic that you just... Uh, I think in that moment, I was like, damn, this kid, come on, how much can we throw at him? I love the moment with his grandma and, well, one of the moments where he's like, grandma, you got to take your pills. Yeah. And she's like, watch me, I'll take them. And she's like, I know what's wrong with you. You got to move your feet. Move your feet. Oh my God, I love that. And then he like moves his feet. it was so cute. It was so cute. I know. Like they're like they're they're friends. You you know, it's they're they're all each other has at this point. And the fact really that cute. Matt calls his dad to let him know about his grandma, and he's like, "Well, I can't do anything. You just got to handle right. it. No support. <sighs> no support. And it's I really don't, tough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's all the questions we have. Thank you, everyone. For Thank you. Music in this episode, we had Pearl Jam, Dead Heart Bloom, Samantha Jade, and Josh Mobley. Some quotes. What do you have, Liz? Well, it takes the pressure off it, don't it? I'm not sure what we were talking about. Oh, his dad. Yeah. yeah Matt's dad saying that to Matt. Yeah. yeah. Got my voodoo working. Got that voodoo working, buddy. <laughs> He's probably jerking around in front of a full-length mirror right now. I hate myself for the other night, and I hope I don't go straight to hell. Lila. Oh, Lila. Um, Did you catch when Coach called Julie Monkey Noodle? Yeah. I'm sorry. What the fuck is a a monkey noodle? Name. Monkey noodle, though? No, but it's like two completely different, (laughs) like, words. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. That's kind of my vibe. I always mix words like that for aunt and my cats <laughs> monkey <so>. noodle it's <laughs> funny yeah uh you ever touch me again i'll break your fingers smash watch out she's a little pissed off this afternoon that whole scene so great friends <laughs> i got beat up just a little <laughs> matt, matt. <laughs> yeah and i have who in the hell was that i'm not really too sure where we were referencing yeah. Any of the quotes I ever write for this show, I could it could guess that literally any of the characters have said it. Gossip Girl, I'm like, oh, that's definitely Dorota. Oh, that's definitely Blair. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's go into MVP and shittiest. Do you have yours? I sure do. I think it's pretty clear. It's clear. And this was also Randy's MVP, in case you were wondering. Yes. Okay. <laughs> On three. Here we go. Yeah. Three. three. Two, one, Tammy. Tammy. Yeah, girl. This this one was, with everyone who submitted, was a clear, overwhelming answer. But we also had Matt in the running, too. We had three for Matt. I I toyed a little bit. I was like, I could give a blue ribbon to Matt. Um, But Tammy, she just took it. She, She literally took what Eric gave her and said, we're having a party. I know it's last minute. Get do what you can, and then she gave him shit for it, and then they made up. And I just, she was a really good, solid wife character. 
and she's just smoking. I'm like, God damn it. I love her. <laughs> I absolutely love Tammy. And remember in the Discord, in our Discord chat, which is a Patreon perk that we have. Exclusive. Exclusive for the Upper East Siders tier. I forgot what kind of test it was, but you took this test, a personality test, and it gave you which TV character you're like the most. And it gave you a It was a long list of characters. Mine, I was like 85% Tammy Taylor. I think that's amazing. When I read that, I'm like, oh my goodness, how? I have won. won. I love Tammy. (laughs) Love her. Yeah. All right, let's do shittiest, which I also feel is pretty obvious. Yeah. Maybe. We've actually had mixed. To me, it was obvious, but we actually had a mix of uh, of options. Okay. It was hard for me to choose, so I'm interested to see who you picked. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> okay. Three, Three two, two, one. Buddy. Buddy. Yeah. So we had two for Coach. Yeah. And we had two for Lila Tim. Yes. I I get it. Yes. Yeah, because like you're you're essentially cheating. I mean, not essentially, you literally are cheating. You're, you're cheating. cheating. No, you're cheating. So that's not good. And I keep forgetting that part um because I just don't like it, so I don't even care that they're cheating. I just don't want it to happen in general just for right. the fact that I don't think that these two characters are right together just yet. But, you know. Yeah, they're they're shitty, but Buddy's the shittiest. Uh breaking news, come here. Say what you're um, my vote is for Matt's dad. The notion. Oh, that's a good choice. Matt's dad. That was Aunt. That's everyone a good choice. Just had to come in here and tell us his shittiest. He just walks in. And he's like putting his thumbs down, and he's like Matt's <laughs> dad. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, overheard. Uh, yeah, no, that is a good one. Matt's that's dad. a good one. Yeah, we're gonna go into our booster of the week list. Who are we supported by this week? Booster of the week. You're a total booster. This week, we are supported by Whale. Whale. That's actually not his nickname. His nickname is Royal Will, because if you listen to three Gossip Girls, you would understand our inside joke with that nickname. But Will, you've been with us for quite a while now, and you have been such a wonderful presence. You give us extra segments for our podcast and especially with this podcast i mean you've you've put in so much hard work and effort just to give michelle her little diagrams and her words and you're awesome we love you the discord loves you our patreon family wouldn't be the same without you that's for sure and we are just really thankful and appreciative for all that you do for us and just just thank you just thank you thank you well well that should really be his nickname. Like, I know Whale. it's Royal, but then underneath, we just have to... It should be Royal. Whale. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. Let's go into the title for next week. We're going to look into next game's playbook. I'm getting my pen. Season one, okay. episode five. Wow. Get her done. Oh, my God. No. Do you spell it? Get no. Her done. It's get her. Get her done. How do you spell that? G I T apostrophe oh. E R done. D O N E. 
Wow. That is a word I've never written out on paper before. Get her done, <laughs> my friend. It. Okay, so your Get four words are decision, secret, visit, inspiring. So while you think about your predictions, I'm going to play a voice message from Jess. She sent her predictions in. Hey, Michelle and Liz, it's Jessica. I just finished episode four of Friday Night Lights, Who's Your Daddy? Uh, I thought it was a really good episode. I feel like each episode gets better um, as we go on. And let's see, my predictions for the next week's episode or the next few episodes, I think um, Voodoo is only going to play one or two games and then either get kicked off the team or leave on his own. I just feel like Coach Taylor is not all that impressed with him or his attitude and that Voodoo is really not making any effort to become friends with his other teammates. So um, on the football front, I think that Matt's going to be the head QB or QB1 um, because Coach Taylor seems to be more interested in pushing him to do that and feels like he can. And then on the relationship front, um, I think that Lila and Tim are going to continue their tryst on the side and Lila is going to get or feel really like torn up about it. And so I don't think her and Jason are going to last much longer. Um, I think she's going to kind of push him away and then stay with Tim short term. I don't see them as like end game, but I think they're going to be together and that's kind of cause a rift uh, with Jason and Tim, at least temporarily. And then, um, I think it's going to still take several episodes for Matt and Julie to go on a date just because they both seem a little bit shy. Um, but I'm really glad that Coach Taylor realized that he told Matt to take his daughter um, into the backseat because that was a true parenting win right there. Um, anyway, I look forward to keep watching. Have a good night. Aw, thanks, Jess. Thank you, Jess. So between what Jess said and your feelings... yeah. And thoughts, let us know. I feel like, um, well, decision, I think that's the most obvious one that coach has to make the decision of who's going to start. I'm assuming we're getting a football game next week. Um, Secret, my initial thought was like, let's go someone who we don't know much about yet. I'm going to go with Smash. Maybe Smash has a secret. But then Jess was like, oh, well, the secret of Lila and Tim. I was like, oh, yeah, duh. That's also a secret. Probably the one that Michelle meant. But just for shits and gigs, I'm going to throw in Smash. And then we have Visit. I'm going to predict that Matt's dad is coming to town to visit. And they're going to have to figure out the grandma situation. And maybe he'll actually see his son play and he'll be super proud. Or maybe they'll have conflict there. And then Inspiring... I hope this has to do with Jason. I don't know if his roommate... What's his roommate's name again? Herc. Kirk or Herc? Herc. H-E-R-C. Herc. Interesting. Herc. I get... Um, wonder, I wonder if Herc or maybe someone else will inspire Jason to keep pursuing and pushing himself to be better and get better. Um, because he already knows, like, oh, shit, I just... I just used the my hand. I used my arm, like the whole arm. I sma- I threw that cup across the room. 
So just seeing the progress and like, we don't even, you don't even see it on his face yet. Cause he's so angry with Herc that he realizes like, Oh, I can do something. So I think that's just going to motivate him to be better because that's obviously his nature because that's Jason. Like everything is, I got to do better coach. Like I'll be better for you. I'll be better. So I think that's just always his mentality with anything. Um, so I'm hoping that he's inspired by some, some good stories and some, uh, role models in his rehab. Okay. You did very well. Get her done. Uh, we will have, we will have, we will be having two guests join us next week. My sister and Bill Bob will be coming. This is Bill Bob's. I think I explained why I call him that brother-in-law, Bob. Uh, Bill Bob's favorite <laughs> show of all time, and he's been begging to come on this podcast. Begging. And so he's finally coming next week, and Sam, I guess, is just coming along for the ride. So we welcome it. Oh, so much fun. Yeah. Uh, but I'm good excited. job, Liz. I'm excited Thank for you, you to see, and we will be watching together. Yes. So it'll be finally. a live watch, which, if you're interested in watching, with us come on over to the dark side that's right we do live (laughs) watches that's one of our perks over on our patreon for on we chat on discord totalbettypodcastnetwork.com that's just one perk but if you head over there you'll see everything else that we offer yeah and we're doing a holiday card swap this this year this month because like wouldn't you want to get a holiday card from one of your fellow patrons? I think I would. Absolutely. Spread some yeah. cheer. Send it. Uh I also have to thank you all for tuning in, listening, downloading, and leaving us reviews on Apple Podcasts. Thank y'all. Thank you so much. We have one. I know Liz is going to share it and read it. But if you are new to the show and you are enjoying and you haven't yet please consider leaving us a review, subscribe, rate us five stars. It would mean so much to us. And especially our show is in the baby stages and we want it to show on the car, show up on On the the cards. Yeah. Show up in the (laughs) cards that too. Uh, But we want it to get more traction and be seen. And so it really helps with those reviews. So please consider. And if you're listening on Spotify, make sure you subscribe and rate five stars Thank you so much. But Liz is going to read us a new review. All right. This is a review five stars from Mrs. Boquist. So excited for this podcast about Friday Night Lights. I have listened to all of the other podcasts from Total Betty Podcast Network, Tree Hill Talk, Let's Talk OC, and Three Gossip Girls. As best friends, Liz and Michelle have great chemistry and are so entertaining to listen to. This is the first show they have are covering that I have not seen before, so I am excited to watch and make predictions along with fellow newbie Liz while Michelle is the veteran viewer this time around. This show has been on my watch list for a while, but I specifically wanted to wait to watch until I could watch along with Michelle and Liz and the rest of the TBPN family. Thank you, Jess. Thank you, Jess. Thank you so much. And again, thank you to everyone who left us a review. And if you're enjoying the show, consider leaving us one. It would mean the mostest. The mostest, for sure. So before we leave you, this evening, a, this a morning, this afternoon, whenever you're listening, we have Will's football term of the week. Woohoo! 
get off the ball. Oh. When you get off the ball, it means that the defensive lineman has a quick and forceful reaction to the snap of the ball so they can overpower or get around the offensive lineman and get to the quarterback. The forces of life are getting off the ball very well and attacking Matt, his grandma, absent father, voodoo, etc., are all changing at him, are all charging at him, but a dance recital and some rivalry retribution raised his spirits and allowed him to escape the pressure. Nice, Will. Beautiful. Get off the ball. Beautiful. Always poetic. I was just going to say that. It's football poetry happening. It is. His football poetry corner is what it should be called. That's what I'm going to call it from now on. Will's football poetry corner. (laughs) She's typing away. Yeah, so I remember it. If I don't write it yeah. down, it goes out. The, oh, yeah. Uh, yep, goes right out. Goes right out. But that is all we have for this episode for Who's Your Daddy? Uh, please come back next week. And if you <laughs> and if you want to submit questions for Get Her Done and for Liz and my sister and Bobby, who is a super fan. Hardcore. Hardcore. Please, yeah, please send them over for Talk in Texas Forever at Gmail. Dot com. If you listen early, Patreon family, send those questions in before Tuesday. And if you're listening on Monday, please get those questions in in the this evening. We record on Tuesdays. Just want to say that because if you listen to this and be like, oh, I wanted to submit something for Bobby. And it's like, oh, we already recorded. Yeah. Yeah. So Mondays would be preferable. Right. That's it. <laughs> sum it all that's up. all guys that's we it. love you thank you so much and uh we'll see you next week thank you so much for listening to talking texas forever a friday night lights podcast you can email us at talking texas forever at gmail.com if you're interested in seeing what we do with this show and all of our others head over to instagram at total betty podcast network this has been a total betty podcast produced and edited by michelle rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio. Music by Anthony Vacora.